Yo, what up guys, Parker with The Social Anxiety Remedy, and today we're gonna to be talking about a subject that I got as a question inside the Facebook group, um, and it was the most liked question. I'm super excited to talk about it. I've been meaning to do a podcast on it for a while now, and it's basically how to stop self-medicating and using alcohol as a crutch when you're struggling with social anxiety. So let's get into that right now. So I'm super excited to really get into this. Okay, I've been meaning to make a podcast like this for a while now um, on alcohol as well as drugs and stuff like that. I have a lot of good insights from when um, you know I was really struggling with that sort of thing when my anxiety was at its peak level. And you know I want to go out. I want to go be social. I wanted to do normal things that normal everyday people do that my friends were doing. And when I found alcohol, like that was one of the things that I thought had solved all of my problems. And uh, yeah, it led to a lot of negative repercussions. And so I want to get into, if you stay all the way to the end of this video, I'm going to show you the book that I read that really helped me. I'm going to share a couple insights with that. And I'm also going to share the reason why I actually went sober for a full year um, last year and how I really did that. Okay, so if you guys are struggling with, you know, alcohol as a lot of people with social anxiety use to kind of self-medicate, then make sure you stay all the way until this end of the podcast and I'm going to reveal um, those things that I really did, okay? So I think that's gonna be super helpful. Make sure you join all the links below, join our Facebook group, join that community. Let's start that community going. Um, let's get that up. It's really meant for you guys. It's meant for you guys to like communicate one with another and have a community and a place to go where there's people that actually understand what you're going through, right? And, and they're able to relate to you. You're able to vent all the shitty things that happened to you during your day. You're able to vent all the wins that you got and um, times like that. So that's what I really wanna make that Facebook group into. And um much more posts are going to be coming in there as well if you guys are part of it right now. So be aware of that and be ready for that. Um, kind of like as we've been building up the podcast, um, getting trying to get do daily videos now. We're going to be doing daily posts in there. So make sure you join. Uh, make sure you watch the workshops and whatnot underneath this podcast. But anyways, the book that I really read um, to get into this. I mean, let's let's take it back a little bit, actually. Let's take it back to like in high school. Okay, that's when I really started, um, you know, drinking to the point where I would black out probably three to four days a week. And um, it wasn't good, right? I was hanging out with a lot of the wrong people, a lot of the wrong crowd. Um, and I wanted to be like them, right? I wanted to fit in. I had social anxiety. I was trying to validate myself in front of others. I was very needy, okay? And I thought that other people were gonna save me. I thought other people were the, were the people that were gonna help me build my confidence up. And I didn't know a lot of the tools that I know today and I share on this podcast every day, right? And so, you know, that was kind of where my head was at. And I always saw videos online and I was always saw like, cause I'd always been really into self development and self help and shit like that. And of just people like, you can stop drinking because of this. You can stop drinking because of that. And I actually like got, <laughs> it's kind of a funny story. I'm not gonna go into it. I got like mandated to go to a couple AA meetings <laughs> when I was like 17 years old. Okay, so I went th to those for a couple of weeks and shit like that. And one of the main things that they say, right, is like take it one day at a time. And so. Um, one of the things that I really found when I tried to go completely sober, right? I was in high school. I was still had a drinking problem through college. I had an even worse drinking problem. And then I got into even like harder drugs and stuff like that. And, um, I'm not going to get into all those right now, but what really led me to figure out that I needed to go sober for a certain period of time, like I wanted to prove it to myself. And because I think this is going to give people a lot of motivation because, a lot of times you're going to be like, okay, why do I need to, why do I need to cut this out? Do I really need to cut this out? And I'm going to give you kind of the, um, the basis that I would follow. And I tell my students to follow too, when it comes to alcohol. So for me, okay, personally, 
my whole like spiel, I want to live a fucking cool life. Okay. And I think if you're watching this podcast, you're listening to it. That's what you want to do too. You want to break out from this barrier that social anxiety is like that dark force holding you back. You want to live up to your potential. You want to, you know, fulfill your destiny, fulfill your purpose, live a fucking cool life and have a lot of fun, right? Have a lot of passion, have a lot of fun in your life. And when it came to alcohol, right. And like, I would drink, right? I try to, before I even go to a party, before I even went to an event, I'd have to do it before I even left my house. And I would drink and I would then basically become this new person for one or two hours, right? I would drink, I'd basically transfer myself into a new reality, a new paradigm. I'd become this new person. And a lot of times I was able to go out and I was talking to people, right? I was able to be kind of normal like everybody would think I, think I was, right? I wasn't always overthinking everything. I wasn't overanalyzing everything. My mind was kind of clear and I really had to just fucking poison my brain in order for me to do so, right? And I always knew it. Like in the back of my head, I always knew like, look, this is not sustainable. This isn't a good thing for me, but um, I kept doing it, right? Because the risk and the result to me personally, like at that age when I was struggling so bad, like communicating with people and having so much built up anxiety and um, you know, just when I'm, when I'm trying to talk to people, I'm trying to like, you know, show my unique side to me, show my personality to show people that I'm actually like a cool person, right? The risk would outweigh the reward or the reward would outweigh the risk. risk. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm just going to drink. Right. And so what I began to then realize though, was every single time that I would take a sip of alcohol, I would basically be transported into this new Parker, okay, this new Parker with a new body and this completely new personality, okay, and then I'd have to get blacked out and to do that really to forget about all the embarrassing sh shit that I probably ended up doing, and then I'd wake up the next morning, okay, sober with a hangover, and I would be the same old Parker that I was before I took that sip of alcohol, and so I would start going out, I would go to these parties, I would go to events, I would go to do you know social things that normal people my age were doing. And I was able to be kind of that normal guy um, with just this mask covering me by getting drunk, right? It was just the crutch. It was something that I put in front of me. So if I was sober and I was talking to people and they didn't like me, I could just say, you know, it's because I'm not drunk, right? And so what I began to realize was I was starting to build a lot of social skills, okay? Because I was going up and I was talking to people. I was able to be brave. I was um, taking fear out of my head and I was able to like be this new person, right? And I was building a lot of like skills like that. And then what I began to kind of learn was that those skills, they weren't transferring over to Sober Parker. Okay, Sober Parker was still anxious socially, right? Sober Parker still um, didn't have a good vocabulary. Sober Parker couldn't go up to people and um, make friends with everybody. He thought that everybody was against him, right? And then what I kind of realized was I was building all these skills. Okay, I was building a lot of these social skills. I was building a lot of these friends and whatnot. And it all revolved around when I was in a certain state of like three or four beers inside of me, right? Three or four shots in me. And then I was able to get to that state. And I was building all these social skills, but then once I woke up, I was just completely sober and all of those went away and I was the same person. And so what I kind of had to conceptualize in my head, right? I'm a very critical thinker, okay? I like to analyze, I like to see the patterns, okay? I began to realize that the shit that I was doing, okay? The just getting drunk and then going out and trying to work on my skills, it wasn't carrying over to my everyday life, which I really wanted, okay? I want to be somebody who I can wake up, I can be the same person, I can be extremely confident in not only my social life, but my life inside of like the five pillars of health, wealth, love, and happiness, right? I can be that same person in my everyday life, and I'm not trying to be drunk for the majority of my life, right? And I hope you're not as well. 
Okay, because you know the most the, the most precious moments and the most amazing moments that I've ever had is when I'm sober. Okay, and I'm sure you guys can relate to that. So what I had to conceptualize in my mind in my head before I even decided, before I could even start to think that like, yeah, I'm gonna go a year sober. I'm gonna try to do this. Was that it was really hurting me in the sense that I was wasting time. Okay, I was thinking I was going out and putting myself out there. Okay, I was thinking that I was, you know, building my social skills, doing exposure challenges, um, you know, really working on myself, but it wasn't carrying over to my everyday life. It's like you're two different people when you're sober and then when you're, you're you know, you, you have a drink in you and it wasn't carrying over. And I started to realize that and I saw that the social skills were not the same. Okay, it was like every time I took a drink, then I became that person. Okay, and it, it became a crutch in my head. And I used to think, man, I'm about to go see this person. I'm about to go talk to this group of people. Fuck, they can't see me for the real me, right? They, they're not going to think I'm interesting. They're not going to, you know, I don't want to show them my authentic self. Like I wish I could, but I can't. So I'd have a couple of sips of alcohol and then I'd be like, okay, boom, I'm ready. I can do this. And um, I think you guys can start to tell why that can be a huge problem moving forward. And so the book that I read, it's something called, uh, I'm pretty sure it's called The Easy Way to Stop Drinking. Okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I might link it in the description below. But even better, you could probably find it on YouTube and just like find the audio version on YouTube for completely free. I'm pretty sure it's, uh, I think it's Alan Carr. I think that's the author. Um, I don't know, I read it years ago. But one of the things that I really took away from that book, and he has a couple when it comes to like smoking and drinking. And one of the things and the ideas that I took away from that book that really helped me out was that was the idea that drinking, okay, it's not that hard to stop. Okay, drinking is not that hard to stop. And for like, you know, as you as you grow up, right, you're told that they like drinking that smoking that these things, they're, you know, they, they can lead to massive addictions, which they can, right? My uncle was a drug addict, okay, he was an alcoholic, right? He ended up, you know, ending his life because of these things, because these things took over his life. So that was a huge motivating factor to me for, you know, being able to try to see if I could go a year sober as well. And what, what you know, we believe is that it's hard to quit these things, it's hard to quit smoking, it's hard to quit drinking. And the idea that this book kind of writes and what he kind of says in one of these chapters, which really stuck with me, was that it's not hard, okay? It's not hard to stop. The reason that people believe that it's hard and the reason that it is hard is because these companies, right, these massive corporations, whether it's the tobacco industry, whether it's the alcohol industry, okay, they put out the propaganda that it's hard to quit, okay? And now you're probably thinking like, why the hell would they do that? Well, it's because when people are in the shit, when people feel like they're addicted, when people, you know, are drinking every day, when people are smoking every day, it, for them to have the idea implanted inside of their head that it's hard for them to quit, Okay, what's going to happen? They're not going to quit. Okay, because they're going to be like, Oh, it's too hard. It's too hard. And if you actually trace back like where this information is coming from, where it's like hard to quit, it's hard to quit alcohol, it's hard to quit smoking, it's hard to quit, you know, drinking every day. Okay, it's from these same exact companies that are pushing this idea and this propaganda towards you so that you continually do it. Okay, and so once I kind of understood that and started to like look at the real facts about that, um, it became a lot easier for me to conceptualize the idea that no, I don't have to drink. Okay, so I definitely recommend checking out that book. Pretty sure it's called The Easy Way to Stop Drinking. Probably find it on an audiobook, on free, free on YouTube or some shit like that, or if you can buy the book, whatever. And so that's what I did. And for a long time, I kind of self isolated myself, okay, because it's, it's who you hang out with as well. 
Okay, it's the people that you surround yourself with. You are the product of the five people that you're closest to, right? Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. So I was hanging out with the wrong crowd. I was hanging out, I was hanging out with the crowd that would drink all the time. Okay. It's like when I was hanging out with them, I don't think it's a problem. I don't think it's a big deal, right? Because my perception, okay, of everybody around me is everybody's an alcoholic. Everybody does this. Okay. Everybody does that. Everybody drinks every day. Everybody blocks out four times a day, like, or four times a week. What, like, what are you talking about? Right. But then as you start to like see more, right, you hang around the right people, you can see how much of an issue that like kind of leads to. Okay. So for years, I would use alcohol as my crutch. I would self medicate with alcohol. Okay. And what I began to realize was that I had to really get myself out of the environment of the people that I was with, or I was never going to quit. And that's the hardest part. I think I think the hardest part isn't saying like, no, I'm not gonna have a drink. Because like, look, dude, having a drink, it's amazing. Okay, I love having a couple beers with my friends on like a Thursday or Friday night, right? That's fucking great. It's incredible. Okay, I love having deep conversations when we're doing that. Okay, but it's to an extent, I'm going to get to that extent later in like, in my view, right? You don't have to always follow it. You don't have to think it's right. But this is where I kind of came from at it. And so the way that I was able to go a year without drinking, right, and kind of fulfill that goal was by removing myself from a certain environment that I knew wasn't going to help me in the long run. Okay. And when it came to just drinking, I was doing it for a night. Okay. I would drink for the night. I would drink for, you know, this one moment. Okay. I wasn't thinking about the longevity of it. I was just thinking about, you know, short term, you know, immediate satisfaction, right? Instead of delayed gratification, I wanted immediate gratification. Okay. There's actually a study done. You guys probably heard this like kids when they were younger um, in class and like in school, you know, they'd have testers come in and they'd give them a cookie. Okay, they give these like second graders a cookie and then, you know, they get the cookie and then the testers would be like, all right, now you can either eat the cookie right now. Okay, or you can wait five minutes and we'll give you another cookie. Okay, and so you can imagine the majority of the second graders, okay, they don't really understand the delayed gratification part. They just ate the cookie right then. Okay, but there's a very small percentage of them that waited for the second cookie. And so a study was done on them basically throughout their entire lives. And it was shown that the people who, you know, <laughs> had that delayed gratification idealism within them already, and they took the second cookie, right, they waited five minutes, they delayed that, you know, uh, dopamine hit, right, that serotonin, they delayed all that and then they waited, it came to be they were much more successful down in the road in life, and they're much happier down the road in life. Okay, so that's a very interesting take on it. And so what I began to realize was that I was doing that for the moment. Okay, I was drinking for the moment. But what I've kind of come to um, understand, and I think I've talked about this a lot in the podcast as well, like, look, I'm doing shit for the Parker in 90 days. Like, I don't care about the Parker right now. Okay, I'm going to get my shit done for the Parker in 90 days, because I know that if I do it right now, if I do what I need to do right now, that Parker in 90 days is going to be set up on a track that's so much better. Okay, that's just like, like, remember, we, we don't understand time that well. Okay, per, the Parker in 90 days is going to be so grateful for me doing what I'm doing right now. And so I started to understand delayed gratification a little bit better. So when it comes to figuring out what you should really do, okay, because there's a couple things, right? I don't think alcohol is necessary, necessarily like a bad thing. Okay. I think it can be a good thing. I think if you're somebody who like literally can't leave the house, okay. If you're, you're struggling with social anxiety, you suffer from social anxiety so bad, um, to like that type of phobia, right. 
that you can't leave your house like i think a drink or two of alcohol for you to like get in an uber or go with your friends somewhere to like actually push you to go out i think that's great okay i think that's actually a good thing okay and a lot of people might be like what the fuck are you talking about but like yeah okay if you right now cannot on your own go out and go to social events, then I think one or two drinks of alcohol before you go out, like if you get an Uber and go somewhere or your friends take you somewhere, I think that's a good thing, okay? But only for a certain extent of time. I don't think you should be drinking at the place that you're going, okay? So I think if you're somebody right now who you're going out, okay, you're going out a lot. And a lot of times, guys, like my audience is very mixed, okay? The people who listen to this podcast, it's very mixed. People that, you know, really, really, really are suffering right now. And it's like, they can't leave their house. They struggle to leave their house. They struggle to, you know, even like in work and they're struggling, um, you know, even having friends and stuff like that. Okay, so as far as that spectrum to people who, you know, on the other side of the spectrum are really confident in themselves actually. And they just wanna learn all these communication skills. They wanna do the subconscious releases and uh, they're just continually working on themselves, right? Like I, right, I'm continually working on myself every single day, right? I'm going out to other people and I'm finding other advice from other people and I'm like mixing it into my daily routine and my daily ideals, right? You wanna constantly be learning, okay? What fucking sucks about like college, in my opinion, not college in general, but just like schooling is that people think that after they graduate from college, like they don't have to learn anything ever again, okay, which is absolute bullshit. And it's like, it's, it's one of the worst things that you can have. Like, look, if you graduate from college, okay, even if you graduate like a really good school, how many books have you read since you graduated from college? Okay. Check yourself. Be super, super honest with yourself. If it's like a low number, like you guys can probably imagine in your head, like do something about it. Okay, do something about it. Continue to learn, continue to grow and don't have, like I used to have an extreme ego, right? It's kind of like, called, it's something called like a spiritual ego where after you just start to learn about something, like after I dropped out of college and I started to meditate, right? And I started, I was like meditating for a year every single day for like two hours a day. And I was doing all these things. Like you start to build a spiritual ego up and you start to think that like other people, you know, they don't know as much as me. They don't know as much as, guys, there's people on here listening to this right now who know much, much more than me right? Much, much more than me in so many different areas of life. And you can learn from people like the worst thing you can fucking do is to have an ego and believe that like you can't learn anything from any other individual. Okay, like always have an open mind, always know that you can learn from people. So I don't know. Oh, yeah, I kind of got off track. But so somebody, you know, right, there's so many different ends of the spectrum of people listening to this podcast. If you're somebody right now who are is going out with your friends, okay, you're able to start going out with people, and you're just getting drunk all the time. Okay, you're just drinking all the time while you're going out, then what I think you should really do is consider, okay, consider going for one time, okay, and it's just like the AA meetings, right? The AA meetings where it's just like just one step up at a time, okay, I just don't have to drink today, okay? Go out, go at it and come at it with a, oh fuck, I just like poked myself in my eye. <laughs> um, go at it with like a mindset that you're just going to um, go to that one setting and you're just not going to drink for the night. Okay. You're just not going to drink for that night. Go at it with that mindset and guys see how it goes. Okay. It's probably not going to end up that well, but expect that. Okay. Expect that. Remember we talked about, I think I had a fear of failure podcast, the last podcast, right? We talked about it. You're going to fail nine times out of 10. It's a very good thing. You're working on yourself right now. Like you are working on yourself for the you 
okay? The you in 90 days. So don't stress about being perfect, okay? Don't stress about it having to be the best night of your life, right? Just understand you're gonna be able to have many, many of these nights, okay? You're gonna have many of these nights. Start working on yourself now, like start working on yourself while you're going out and going to social events while you're sober. So that can then translate into your everyday life when like a drink is not involved, okay? So that's something that I would really, really highly recommend. Another thing I would highly recommend is is like the subconscious releases that I do all the time that I talk about because it's finding things, it's finding triggers, it's finding like safety nets like alcohol can usually be and it's finding those things and it's releasing them and letting go of what they really mean to you. So, you know, I talk about that in the workshop. So if you want to learn about that more, go just check it out in the workshop and whatnot. Um, but yeah, like that's kind of my mindset. I was somebody who was going out all the time, but I was getting extremely wasted to do so. And so I, I said to myself, all right, I need to figure this out. So I got that book. I figured it out. Um, you know, it was around the time that my uncle passed away. So I had an extreme motivation to do so as well, right? Hopefully you can use this because guys, you can use motivation in whatever type of way. Okay. You can right now use this as motivation. Okay, and say, all right, after this video, if I'm this person, if like, I know that I have a problem, I'm using alcohol as a crutch, okay, to have, you know, better experiences, okay, I'm using alcohol as a crutch right now, use this thing, okay, as just like something to motivate you to catapult you and you have to say to yourself, like, figure out, is it going to be three months for you? Is it going to be one month? Okay, what is it? What's the time frame? Decide on this vid on this podcast right now. Like decide on this video right now because I promise you, if you get off of it, you're gonna drink again. Okay. It's just you always think it's gonna be easier to say, okay, I you know what? I have an event. It's Thanksgiving, right? It's Thanksgiving on Thursday. I'll just have one more. Okay. And you think that that's what goes through your head. I know I look, I, I live this, okay. I know that's what that may be what's going through your head right now, right? It's Thanksgiving. I can do it after Thanksgiving, okay? You have to decide now. Okay, it's never going to be easier the next day. If anything, it's much, much harder. Okay, much, much harder. Remember, it's kind of like the five second rule. Okay, we have to face resilience head on. We have to face it now. And by doing so now, a lot of things are going to be much easier. Okay, so that's what I'd recommend. Okay, but if you are one of those people, okay, who like can't even leave their house right now, okay, and, and really want to start building their social skills talking to people, traveling, making friends, getting in a relationship, okay? And that's one of the questions that we had too, how to really um, how to really have better communication skills and a better life with a partner when you're struggling with social anxiety because like I can attest to a lot of that type of shit too and I think we're gonna talk about that in a future podcast uh, very soon as well. So I'm excited about that. But like alcohol can be a good thing to just motivate you and push you in the right direction direction so you can start going out and then after that after like a couple of nights of feeling like okay i can do this okay then you can go and completely sober it out okay but like for me right now okay because it's it's a point where like you can decide if you want to be sober your entire life like that's completely fine that's good for you for me i just understood that i was able to control it okay that was my only goal that i would a be able to go out be fun, be passionate, be carefree, be somebody that people like to be around, be a magnet, be able to, um, you know, talk about super interesting things, have funny stories, be intelligent, right? I wanted to be able to do that, okay, without alcohol. And once I knew that I was able to do that, then I was able to be like, all right, I'm going to go out and I'll have one or like one or two nights a week while, where I'll drink like two or three beers, right? 
And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. And then in the future, who knows? Like it could fucking change and I could just be sober for the rest of my life. Like I don't really know. Like I said, only you are the one, like only you are the person that can tell what's right for your body and that can tell what's right for you, okay? Follow your fucking intuition, okay? Follow what you believe that is going to be true, what you believe is going to be right. Look, if you've never tried to take a break from alcohol, just fucking do it. Just try it for a week. Test it out, right? And make try to make that decision by this podcast right now, okay? Try to make that decision right now because I can promise you it's only going to be harder later on, okay? So, you know, that was it for this podcast. So we just talked about basically alcohol. I want to talk about drugs in the future, okay? Especially weed. Um, I think that's something that people can really relate to. I have a lot to talk about within it. That's going, that could be like a two hour podcast in and of itself. I could have a bunch of my buddies come on and talk about it and they could give you a lot of good insights as well. Um, so I'd love to talk about that in the future. So that's it for today's podcast. I hope you guys got a lot of insight of it. Um, I enjoyed doing this. I enjoy talking about this type of shit. And uh, yeah, guys, I'll see you in the next one. I'm super stoked. Probably going to answer one of the questions that you guys did in the Facebook group. So if you haven't asked your question, go ahead and join the Facebook group. The link's going to be below and ask that question in that post that I made. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to do them. So I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.